God, it's the Married Pajamas Podcast. Everybody's saying, oh my God. Yeah. I'm Moose. I'm Jody. We're married and we talk TV shows yep. and movies, mostly TV shows, hence the channels part of the name. A couple shows to get into this week. We begin with Barry season three. The whole season's done. Mm-hmm. And this is a show that I thought keeps getting better and better. Sure. And I don't know why. The only thing I can think of is it seems like every episode for this season was written or directed or both by Bill Hader, the star. Oh, interesting. Who plays Barry. Fun fact. It seemed like it's either him or Alec Berg, which is, I believe, his partner. Sure. But uh, Barry season three was very, very good. Very balanced. Very good movement. You know, every episode you're looking forward to. All the characters are so rich and they all seem to have like a purpose and they all seem to be their own self-contained story, shall we say? But then sure. they also definitely lend themselves to the main story, which is Barry. So what would you think? I like that it, nothing was predictable either. There wasn't a whole lot that I was like, oh yeah, I saw that coming a mile away, you know? Yeah. Um. So it was good. Yeah, there's some, there's some peripheral characters coming into play, too, like um, Mr. Cousineau's girlfriend, Janice. Janice, yeah. Her father. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting character. I'm like, yeah. who the heck is this guy? I know. So. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting guy, too, right? Yeah. Like, he's a what's, super great interrogator yeah, for the military back, back in the day. Is that what it was? Yeah, you said was, his background? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. missed that. Sorry. He either mentioned it or somebody, I, I think he mentioned it. Maybe he was talking to Kusno when they first encountered each other, just how he was. He had a couple anecdotes about, you know, people okay. crying. Sure. He'd make them cry eventually in interrogation. So, yeah. But yeah, interesting guy. Yeah. Um, the question, though, is like, well, well, let's play a clip from the uh, season finale. This is where Barry is, uh, he's burying a body. I forget which one. <laughs> And his FBI, the FBI guy who he served with, he saved this FBI guy's life back in Afghanistan or something. Yes. And he eventually finds out that Barry is the one who's responsible for this shit. And who killed their friend as well. Yeah, and killed their friend as well. And he confronts him and it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. I got a daughter. Her name is Elsie. She's eight years old. She wouldn't be here if you hadn't saved my life. I know evil, Barry. (laughs) And you're not evil. But this has to stop. All of it's got to stop. You hear me? now yeah so he doesn't arrest him he doesn't shoot him he just says you're not evil but you need to stop yeah and that's not how i thought that was going to go i thought he's going to arrest him same maybe even kill him but he is very he knows that barry like it's an it's a great show because barry's an interesting character like it, it just as the guy said and i've drawn a blank on his name but uh he's not an evil guy he's not a bad guy 
he just fumbling and non-directional in life after the military didn't know what to do with himself stumbled into you know hitman yeah contract <laughs> hit work yeah. yeah so and then he found like a passion with acting and couldn't get out of the you know the life that he was in he's carrying around a big secret and a lot of the bad stuff that he has to do you know involves keeping that big secret it's not like he wants to but he kind of yeah. has to you know agreed no yeah. he um sorry what no that's it no and so the question is going to be now like can barry redeem himself and I, th I think that's where it's gonna go i think he was trying to you know uh spoilers here but uh sally when wanted to take him up on his services <laughs> to yeah. to threaten her former assistant who stole her show and and uh kind of put a little fear into her but uh he was like no that's that's a bad path i can't keep doing that you know kind of yeah starting to kind of try and redeem himself i think yeah and it was interesting the uh father of the essentially the first guy he killed in the show not counting the guy he killed at the very beginning of season one episode one but like yeah the main kid he was contracted to kill from yeah. the acting class his father uh, it was a little a little coincidence that he stumbling out of that being poisoned by Chris's wife, widow. Yeah. He stumbled out into the back alley there and the, 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 the kid's dad, the, the doctor happens to be waiting for him and I grabs wonder, him and throws him in the back. See, I thought maybe that, that he was in on that poisoning. I thought maybe they teamed up to make that happen. I don't think so. I don't. Because she just like panicked and left. And like, what? You're going to leave a dead guy in your house? Like. But why would she call? She doesn't know the doctor. Like, unless Fuchs connected them. I was going to say, maybe Fuchs put them all together. But I don't think so. They never made that indication, you know. But he's going around and telling people. Yeah. You know. Families of victims that Barry killed. Yeah. And so, you know, if even like if that doctor's casing him and following him around, you know, he's going to maybe start to put things together. But, I don't know. Well, even that's maybe that's the explanation there. It's as yeah. simple as he was just he was casing. He was following Barry and yeah. followed him into this house. And, you know, two hours later, he stumbles out. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of disoriented from the poisoning. Yep. But uh, on that note, I was, I thought it was, sometimes the show gets a little surreal, which is kind of cool. Like that scene where he's stumbling out of the house, he comes up to a, um, he's in the, he's in like the dry, the, the, the street, but the street is kind of half street, half shore, rocky cliff line. Yeah. And I was thinking, does that, does that neighborhood end at a, <laughs> a beach? Oh, you thought it was real? It looks so real. Yeah. Usually, usually I can I, I pick that stuff out. I can sniff out the CGI or the effects. But sure. it was literally like, huh, what's huh. going on here? Well, they did a good job. They then. did a good yeah. job. Yeah. And it, Visually. Was, and it all made sense because that, you know, we had that kind of dream sequence where he's on the beach with all his victims. And yeah. They're waiting for, I guess, the okay to go to heaven or wherever they're going. But I'd be curious to see uh, season four where they go with Barry, especially considering um, 
he walked in on a, uh, well, I'll just play the clip where Kusno calls him frantic. He's got a gun. He's at Jim Moss's house. He's, I don't know. I, I don't know if Kusno was threatening to kill himself or he was going to go try and kill Jim Moss. But Barry shows up and he's all like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't be doing here. Get out of here. Just let's get in the car and go. No, 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 please. You right. can't go. No, 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 no. Listen to me, Barry. Please, please, please don't go in there. No, no, don't go in there. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, no, no. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. So Barry grabs the gun and uh, walks in. Jim Moss is there by himself. It Im he immediately puts the gun up. And as soon as he puts the gun up. Freeze! Drop the fucking gun! A SWAT team descends on him, cuffs him, takes him away, and that's the end of our season. It was a setup. It was a setup. Yeah, Cousineau, obviously Jim, Jim Moss. Yeah. Janice's dad got to him, yep. Cousineau, and convinced him to lead him over to the house, and they set a trap. Yep. Now, I think I mentioned this to you. I, I don't want to nitpick, but mm -hmm. I don't think they would wait for him to put a gun up to somebody's head. Sure. The fact that he's... In the house he's not supposed to be in. That's breaking and entering. Sure. And he's got a weapon in his hand. Yep. You know, I don't think there's... I, I, I don't think the police would wait until there's the potential for him sure. to shoot the guy. Because he could have put it up and shot him right away, and that's bad policing. But it, it makes more suspense for the scene. It so it's probably does, some yeah. liberty taken there. Sure. So. so Barry's in handcuffs. He's off to jail. But I was reading somewhere like... There's probably no evidence linking Barry to any murders, right? I don't think so. They're going by what Kuzna, or excuse me, what Fuchs told the police. Yeah. That's all they have to go by. That's that's coincidental, not coincidental, um, circumstance. Sure. Circumstantial. Circumstantial. Hearsay. That's hearsay. Yeah, his know. word. Yeah. <laughs> his word against his word, whatever. It's, yeah, sure. It's not rock solid evidence, so... I think the feeling is, oh, no, Barry's going to prison. He's busted and it's over. But I don't think they have anything on him other than he's broken and entered and he raised a gun towards Jim Moss. How is the dead motorcycle gang going to play out there? You think because he's trying to take the fall instead of Sally. Oh, but yeah. And that's who he was trying to bury when the FBI guy. Um, oh, so maybe nobody would even know or. I, that'd be my guess. Nobody would know. Yeah. I, we don't. I think Sally's going to crack, though. Well, she went off to Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. She's, for all intents and purposes, kind of done with everything. I don't know. I mean, they'd obviously be able to reach out to her if they need to question her. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know either. I just think, uh, I don't think there's a lot of rock-solid evidence to link Barry to any of these murders. That's my guess, being as he's a professional hitman, he knows how to protect I himself. I guess we'll find out, won't we? We will find out. Hopefully it's not like three years again, because it was a while since the last uh, season, right? Oh, yeah. It was at least pre-COVID. Sure. Um. So, yeah, Barry season three. Uh, I think that show gets better every season. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, my only my only problem with it is I wish it was longer. I wish each episode was an hour. Ah. Like a half hour just doesn't seem like enough. But I think they do a lot with that half hour. They do, but I, I guess mean, 
I guess I just want more. I know. <laughs> it just seems like a show that would be served better by an hour each episode. You're just mad because you can't binge it, right? You got to wait. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yep. Okay. So, okay. Barry, season three. Go check it out if you haven't. It's on HBO Max. Yep. Oh, that's the wrong button. And on to uh, FX on Hulu, which I'm still confused. Like, is they always advertise these shows FX on Hulu? Mm-hmm. Like, is it on FX and then it plays on Hulu later, or is it exclusive to FX on Hulu? What, what, you know? I bet it's the first one. Me confused. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, the show is The Old Man. Yes. Jeff Bridges doing some TV work. Good for him. Yeah. Um, just in a nutshell, he is a retired CIA type, you know, ghost operative, whatever feller (laughs) and somebody's coming after him and he kills a guy in the middle of the night. He's got these two Rottweilers that are just the most well-trained dogs you've ever seen. Oh, they're so cool. I know, right? It makes you want a Rottweiler. They're good dogs. I hear they're good dogs. Yeah. Things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's kind of a cat and mouse game with, uh, FBI honcho uh, played by John Lithgow. Yes. Uh, Harper is his name. Yep. And um, we've seen the first episode and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's very, deli- it's kind of a deliberate, slow moving show. And that's not to knock it. It's just, it's not like Jason Bourne, bang, 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 you know? Sure. And, and on that note, my my issue with the Bourne movies and a lot of people's was the, the, the action scenes were hard to watch. You mm. couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. Okay. But these are very, like, they give you everything that's going on with the fights. Sure. And the action scenes. There's no mistaking who's doing what to whom. Sure. Um, but Jeff Bridges is great, of course. He's Jeff Bridges. I have a little issue with the fight scenes, and that is that, you know... We're shown this picture of this old man who can, you know, barely move. He's getting pretty slow, feeble, you know, kind of showing some definite physical decline, maybe a little cognitive decline, but he stays on top of that because of his wife's ailment. But I don't know the fight scenes then. It's like, what? He's 70 some years old. He wouldn't be doing that. Like. They would have broken him like a twig, I, some I, of his bones, you I, know? I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think the answer to that would be that's 50, 40 years of muscle memory working there. Maybe. With adrenaline. Maybe. It's, but- like, it's like a retired football player. Looks feeble as fuck walking around with his janky knees. But, you know, if he lined up and you told him to go run a button hook pattern. He could run a pattern halfway decent. Now it's not going to be NFL ready, but yeah. But see, the thing that is that he's up against young NFL ready yeah. contenders, and so it just didn't match for me. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, like a newly younger trained version of himself. Like, no, that that person would have snapped him like a twig. Yeah, no, and I know what you're saying. And I was thinking while we were watching it is like, I think the smart thing they did with the show is. His handicap to make up for the handicap are his dogs. Sure. Like they are kind of his muscle. Sure. That he doesn't really have much of anymore. Yep. I like that too. Yeah. That's a so, good. So that's what I was thinking. But then there was like that scene where he was fighting the guy um, in the truck. Yeah. You know, and, and like, you know, so Jeff Bridges plowed into his the guy's partner 
effectively killing him. He fights the guy. Yeah. This is out in the woods or whatever. Yes. And and I was waiting for the him to call the dogs, but that didn't happen at all. Like until he was actually cuffed and thrown into the car. Yeah. By the agent. And, yeah. And then the dogs came soon before that. Huh. So that didn't really kind of my logic on that didn't really work well, there. The dogs had to catch up to them. Remember, they took off. No, before and that. And the dogs were running. No, before that. Oh, okay. Before that, like, before the guy, the agent got the cuffs on him, he made the call to the dogs. Mm. And the dogs started running towards them. And then as soon as he got Jeff Bridges in the vehicle, the dogs pounced on the vehicle. It was too late. Dogs couldn't help. And oh. then they drove off. I gotcha. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. So uh, to me, it's like, well, if they really wanted to make the dogs kind of his muscle. Yeah. You know, while he's fighting the guy and realizing this isn't going super easy. Sure. You know, call the dogs. They also kind of addressed it in the writing where he, you know, he was kind of talking, leaving his daughter a voicemail and he's like, I need to go and heal. And that's kind of why he kind of goes and lays low. And, you know, you can see him with all of his battle wounds and bruises and how he once again kind of transforms into this feeble old man that just kind of collapses into bed because he needs to heal up his body. Yeah. Before he can fight again. But he's, uh, like I said, being chased by the FBI agent uh, played by John Lithgow Harper. And here's um, here's their first interaction on the show. He calls him to like effectively he wants him. He wants to help him. Yes. Uh, because he doesn't want anything to do with this shit. Yeah. They're all getting older. They want they like their cushy protected life and yeah. they both want out so of here, the mud. Here's that uh, conversation. I'm watching about a half a dozen high-end contract operators fail at blending into Caledonia County Airfield, loitering around their chartered jet. Their op is not to kill you, it's to retrieve you and put you on that plane. No one will tell me where it's headed or why, but as I sit here imagining nightmare scenarios, I'm aware that with a full tank of gas, that plane can be in Kabul tomorrow afternoon without touching the ground. The nightmare scenario is that Faraz Hamzad wants to see you again. He convinced someone in the U.S. government to make that happen. Why are you telling me this? Why are you warning me? Because the scenario is a nightmare for you, but it's pretty shitty for me, too. This story comes back to life, and I'm going to have to answer for some things that were dead and buried in the ground yesterday. Right now, I'm willing to aid and abet your escape to prevent that. All right. So, uh, yeah, he's trying to get him out of there to get him. It is, he just wants it to be over. He wants to save his own skin a little bit. Yeah. You know? And it's interesting. They're both kind of, they have that. In the second episode, we get a flashback. They worked together. Yeah. Back in the days, the old CIA days. Yeah, he helped him. Yeah, get some guns or something for this Farad Hazam. Sure. Who apparently now is a bad guy. But uh, they both have that kind of common commonality in that they've both suffered tragedies. Yes. Uh, John Lithgow's character's uh, son and daughter-in-law died in some accident. Yeah. So he's, and that was apparently weeks old. So that's still fresh. Yeah. And Jeff Bridges' wife died about five years ago. Sure. Um, so they have that in common. So, and they know each other. So I, it's interesting. It's not like, 
Well, I'm the bad guy who's hunting you, and I'm going to get you, Jeff sure. Bridges. Or Dan Chase. Sure. It's There's more nuance there. There's more, like, humanality involved. Humanity. Sure. Yeah. Words yeah, hard. Words are hard.com. <laughs> and I like that Jeff Bridges is not doing the, uh, the most mouth type of thing like this he's done over the last four movies. Sure. He's just kind of talking like Jeff Bridges. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. But uh, the old man. Yeah. I, I like it. It's a slow burn. It's interesting. It's not boring. Yep. And uh, it's got a little action. Yeah. And according to, as we see in episode two, probably a little kissy face. Oh. Amy Brennan. <laughs> yeah. So you like um, the old man? Yeah. I have a hunch about her, though. I think she's a bad guy. You think there's more there? I do. Hmm. She's, I don't know. I mean, that'd be smart uh, to play the whole, like, oh, no dogs. You got to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, if she has intel on him and knows his, you know, how he is. Yeah. She would know that he would not just say, okay, I'll leave. Bye. Sure. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. I think, I think there's something else there. And then she'll reveal herself to him, but then she'll be like, but I actually fell in love with you. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see on the old man, which is not a biography about me. Or she beats the crap out of him. Or she old lady beats the crap out of him. <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's yeah. wrap this up. The Married with Channels, the Married with Channels podcast. Thank you, Jeff Bridges. Yes. Um, Make sure you subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating on your podcast provider, if you could, please. And uh, share, yeah. share, tell your friends. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye.